Nope. Hola, amigos, and welcome back to the Wild Chase, our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. It's me, your fearless leader, Rio. I'm going to be your dungeon mistress for the evening. Uh, welcome back. It's the new year. I know we're starting off a little bit late. Uh, yes, this is weird. It will be weird. This episode is going up on a Monday. Surprise, surprise. Uh, I, I moved it so that we have at least one episode going up a little sooner in January, mostly because, uh, I don't know, I just wanted to get it done sooner. Uh, and then we'll, we'll straighten it out for the weeks to come. Uh, it's, it's just gonna be a weird, uh, I guess it's just gonna be a weird day to post it. I, I don't know why, I'm just gonna post it Monday, it was my plan. Uh, so, like, greetings from the past, but it's not also, also, it's not Friday. Uh, I don't know, I didn't, I was probably gonna put this more eloquently, but, you know, I thought I would at least point out why is we might end up changing the uh the posting date it's usually still gonna be friday but every so often uh in case we encounter uh in, in cases of like holidays and stuff we'll probably post it on a monday instead just to make it easier uh but i'm trying to straighten out the schedule we were all super busy sorry it's the beginning of the new year so we had some stuff to do but now we are back uh we do not have shane with us today so no tegan which is fine like like i said super busy uh, we do not have anything immediate on our event roster coming up. However, uh, we'll lead into our uh, our current announcements. Is of course is uh, talking about our, our sponsors and partners, Animotion Plus. They are an anime goods store here in Waco, Texas. However, they do have an online store. So if you wanna if you wanna buy anything from them, they do get a lot of their goods directly from Japan. And we love working with them. We will also be at Animotion Plus on every first and third Saturday running an Anime 5e game. If anyone wants to come and join, you're free to join. We'll be there from noon to 4 p.m. So if you shoot us, uh, like if you shoot us a message uh, on Twitter, social media, whatever, tell us you're going to be there. We'll, we'll definitely wait around for you guys. Uh, we don't have any other announcements, right? We're basically clear for the time being. I know a few episodes back I had mentioned that I was planning on attending the Las Vegas Open uh, this coming weekend. Um, uh, plans have changed, some things have come up for me, and I am no longer going to be able to attend. Okay. So. Uh, Central Texas. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, you want to do the announcement for that? We will be... It will be me, uh, Mercer, and our lovable leader, Rio, will be at Central Texas Comic Con April 29th and 30th. Yeah, so we're giving you guys a bit of a heads up on that one. I didn't really see it on like our immediate... I didn't know the exact dates, I just knew it wasn't on the immediate announcements list. So thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah, I can recheck, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's April 29th and 30th, or maybe 30th and 31st, whatever that weekend is. Uh, we will we will be there. We will be happy to talk with you guys, but we'll also be running D and D, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So please come and join us, everyone. It is free to join, free to play. And then um, I know that we will be there with Animotion, so they will have merch and other games and stuff going on. So please do drop drop on by and see us. Alrighty then, time to get into what we came here to do, which was play D&D. Um, go ahead and introduce yourselves, Mal. Hi, I'm 
Mal, I play Alexi Neptis, the human bard. Hello, everyone. This is your lovable Merc, and I will be playing Sensei, the Warforged Cleric. Hey guys, it's Jesse, and I'm playing Masuru, our tabaxi bard. And of course, as I am your dungeon master for the evening, um, now, I was going to start calling you guys out to do the recap and then do the intros and stuff like that, but then I forgot, so here we are. Uh, so, last time... But in the future, just like just like with the mini episode, we'll we'll probably alternate, and different people get to do the opening. Uh, we'll we'll probably make it a little more uh, cohesive and easy to understand if we we pre-rehearse it at all. But once again, this is a not so professional podcast. So last time on the Wild Chase, um, our group had wrapped up. Uh, we're wrapping up Sensei's birthday party. Uh, they got to speak with. Uh, with uh, Eric Swiftfoot, and uh, they requested he go retrieve the the items that they commissioned. Uh, and then they they were off after a night, good night's rest. They were off to the off to the wall and the the embassies to speak with Titus. And then uh, Tegan had Tegan and Haven had separated from the group and had went by uh, an orphanage because Tegan wanted to spend time telling stories and helping the, the orphans. Uh, and they had a bit of a heart-to-heart. And then uh, we had ended the episode, because it was right before Christmas, so we ended the episode with the uh, group arriving at the embassies. So that's where we'll, we'll pick back up. We did, uh, you did leave out one very important detail. Mm-hmm. You introduced the, the, the BBEG the gold digger that's coming after Swiftfoot's booty. <laughs> Why do you assume that that's the main villain? Because no other villain is that evil that we've encountered yet. Not even the Kyrician queen, so... Uh, Empress. You leave... Empress. Uh, you, you leave our buddy Swiftfoot alone. <laughs> Damn. I like how, yeah, I, if I remember correctly, Jess asked me point blank, please tell me she's not a gold digger. And guess what? She is. I know you. I, didn't, I know your storytelling is a villain. She's, dude, come on. Come on. No spoilers. We're making all the assumptions on our end here. I oh, yeah. didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. It's your silence that speaks volumes. <laughs> Alright, so back back to where we last left off. Uh the group of you entered the uh the embassies and headed for uh headed for the Parthus's suite. Uh when you entered the the embassy for Parthus, uh you were met with Titus sitting behind a desk looking very annoyed. And then there was a uh a an an elf, uh thin thin Slicked, flat, slicked back out, uh, platinum hair, uh, looking city official. They definitely have one of the uh, one of the badges for the the, the city council pinned to their pinned to their uh, their tunic. Uh, as they glance over over to the group of you, uh, Titus looks and go and where we laughed up off. Oh look, there seems to be uh, other matters that require my attention. Mm-hmm. 
Hello, Titus. Is, is there there is there any problem? Oh, just a, a bit of a snag in my recovery work. And the city official looks looks at uh, Alexi and frowns and goes, "We are being kept out of out of the junkyard by by the city guard. They are stating that they were under orders with." They were under orders to keep everyone out of the the scrapyard where the chaplain units were disposed of by Captain Davith. Unfortunately, this is creating a bit of a wrinkle in our ability to recover all the parts for the ambassador here. That, 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 yes, I apologize for the inconvenience. That was partially part of our call as well. We were going to talk to the king, uh, to the king about uh, the situation at the junkyard. And Titus uh, smiles a little bit, uh, kind of mischievous, and goes, Ah, so you did have something to do with it. I had a sneaking suspicion. Yes, do, do, uh, do. as I said before, I do apologize. Um, sensei, uh, did you have anything that you wanted to discuss with uh, Titus? Indeed I do. Good Titus, I do believe that you had mentioned that my creator, Atisimus, had found themselves here within the capital uh, in regards to this very issue. As we are seeking an audience with the king, it would be most beneficial for all parties involved, as I can understand it, if you and my creator would accompany us to speak with the king directly so we may resolve all outstanding matters. Well, that wouldn't be possible right away. Matissimus is still in Parthus. She has some commission work to finish. She won't be back in Alistis for the next three weeks. Oh dear, perhaps I misunderstood what you had said earlier. My apologies. I had hoped to recover numerous parts of the patented, uh, patented Warforged so that they were ready for transport once she arrived to take them back to Parthus. Ah. Well, I would request that this be delayed somewhat. There have been some developments that do require some individuals with authority in the matter to make the decisions. I would leave this to the king to give the order, but we, we do have some information to provide that should allow the decision to be made. The counselor speaks up and goes, Unacceptable. This is already a breach. The Inventors Guild have been all over us about returning their property. And Titus holds up a hand to, to make him stop and goes, Well, I trust them. What, in, when, what information do you think is so important that it would halt our recovery? Well, it would simply be a delay for now, um, while we parse through the information, but two key points that I would very much so like to present to the king 
is that first, uh, there are new denizens that have taken up residence in the junkyard and have incorporated some of their habitation quarters, uh, utilizing the debris uh, from those that were constructed, as I was, um, in order to be able to essentially settle in that land. The second information that I think the king would very much like to hear is that not all of the units that were disposed of are non-functional. And I believe a decision needs to be made for those that are still functioning, even at reduced capacity. I uh, would like to very much advocate um, for their preservation. That is important indeed. The first matter is an easy enough fix, considering the materials were provided by the, king the Kingdom of Lumastis. The shells can remain. We don't care much about that. It's the inner workings that, that concern us. The Divinity Engine is pap patented property, so if, if those pieces aren't returned, then the Inventors Guild is willing to blacklist Lamastas. However, if some of them are still functional, that I find interesting. You said you were going to go speak with the king? Indeed, we will be requesting an audience with the king directly, or their proxy, um, whichever is available at the moment. I know we are not ones that would be able to demand time of the king, he has many duties to attend to, but we do hope that, hopefully, due to the importance of this topic, he will see us, uh, since it does seem to be urgent. And he stands up from his desk with, desk with a stretch, and as he sort of reaches up towards the sky, you can hear several pops go through his back as it goes, That's better. All right, then. And he looks to the counselor and goes, I will withdraw my complaint for now. You can be off. I believe this is a more fascinating situation anyway. And the counselor, the counselor sort of looks at all of you with a glare before walking out of the embassy. I wonder what his problem is. We seem to make friends everywhere we go with <laughs> Lexi. Yeah, it looks that way. Yeah. And then with a, with a little whistle from Titus, he, he, he goes, Maximus! And the little monkey comes flying out from one of the desk drawers, scattering a bunch of papers and stuff everywhere as he scrambles across the desk and onto his shoulders. Pleasure to see you again, our little mechanical friend. And he screeches at you happily. He's like, alrighty then, I could use some exercise, I'm sick of sitting in that desk. An old man like me sits for too long, I'll lose the ability to use my legs. I am unfamiliar with this medical condition. Is, is it serious? Is it is it unique to your kind? It's simply an expression. Oh, oh, my apologies, I, I did not detect any sarcasm. Please forgive me. Sensei, it's 
you didn't detect any sarcasm because there was not any. Another thing with um, standard conversation is that there are a set of phrases that one may use without any sarcasm uh, that are not intended to be taken as literally as they are said. Referring to, uh, I believe the term is idioms. Um, I exactly. have, a, I have a small database of them to be used in various motivational contexts. I was unfamiliar with this one. I will record it for later. Uh, Titus Friend? chuckles a little bit and goes, "Still self-modifying, I see." Indeed, this one has come to find out that there is. A considerable amount that is left for this one to learn. Uh, this one looks forward to absorbing and incorporating this knowledge. Well, I'm glad you seem to consistently be in inconsistent. Alrighty then, let's let's be on our way. The longer they ha we hang around the embassies, the more likely someone's going to ask me to do something. Weren't you planning about sitting idly? Oh yes, but the things they want me to do would require me to sit back down. In that case, is uh, Lexi le leading the way? Yeah. Okay. As the group of you leave the embassies, you uh, see that there are there are guards now circulating uh, through the uh, through the courtyards uh, more consistently than there was before. It definitely seem, seems like more and more soldiers have been returning back to the capital. Uh, as you guys make your way to the castle grounds, the um, you can you can see that there are more people here now. Uh, you can spot a, a few few nobles in the the castle's main courtyard who seem to uh, see you walk past. Some of them give you a wave, uh, like and one older noble goes. Oh, that's young Alexi! And gives you a little wave. Uh, I politely wave back. Let's hurry up and get out of here. <laughs> Following your lead, my friend. Yeah. As you get through the the you enter get through the entrance of the of the castle. Uh, as soon as you walk in, uh, one of the guards uh, sees you and says, "Oh, you're 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 back." Uh, yes, we're, we're back. We'd like to have an audience with the king. And the, the guard just sort of smiles and goes, I mean, well, it's it's you, uh, Lord, young Lord Nephis. I, I don't think it's really an audience. But uh, if you check in the back courtyard, uh, he was doing some papers in the garden. Already? Uh, thank you, and by the way, what seems to be all the commotion with everybody here? Oh, um, 
Well, I, I, I don't know if you, like, I don't know if the, anyone's told you already, but Sir Gilbert and Dame, Dame Zariah have, have returned, so it's kind of a big hustle and bustle. They brought back their own troops, so, you know, more people to guard the castle, and once Dame Soraya heard that uh, there was an assassination attempt on the, on the king while she was gone, she's gotten a little overprotective with the guard circulation. <laughs> I see. Well, the king's life does bear great importance, and duly, the protection that is warranted must increase when there is greater threat. I do hope that the areas that have been closer to the borders that have seen much damage and disrepair, such as the town we recently visited upon, Alexei, uh, have not had their defenses pulled back. Those people are not capable of defending themselves, particularly against the threat of the demon spawn. Yes, you're all right, Sensei. It's funny. Well, it's funny that you say that. Uh, Lord Radonis is actually here speaking to the was here speaking to the king a little while ago. I don't think he's left yet. You might run into him on your way in. Uh, we'll we'll definitely do so. Uh, you said that uh, that you know. Elder Radonis, uh, he was operating in a different sector, basically holding the ground all by himself, right? Yeah, he's the, the, he basically, so where the, the barrens end is where his territory starts. It's mm -hmm. part of the way, uh, like part of the, the, the farmland between, uh, that area and, uh, the Vale Forest and then, uh, part of that and then a little further south. Mm-hmm. So what it, what the guard is saying is that Lord Radonis is actually here discussing defense tactics with the king. This could be good. As the uh, as the the guard uh, opens the door, he's like, "Oh, you you guys should be able to go right in." Um, I know. Uh, I would normally ask you to hand over your weapons, but uh, I don't think Dame Soraya is going to get mad at me if I ask if I let your friends keep their weapon. Appreciate it. See, out of character, I really want to just get out of the guard about the king's life was in danger and, you were not, and you're letting people pass with weapons. Sensei is a weapon that belongs to the kingdom, so how would you confiscate Sensei? Also, like, I, we've already all been in the same room as the king before. I think if we wanted to do him harm, we could have by now. Yeah, like, seriously, this guy would have taken your weapons two visits ago. <laughs> yeah. I know, I just, I just, I wanted to make a comment about that. I was like, I, good. We're kind of yeah, established not... at this point, I don't... If it were a different guard, maybe. Plus, I'm pretty sure the king can take us. Well, according to what you guys found out last time you were here, when the assassin tried to attack him, he cut him clean in half, so... Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So, right, as, so go ahead. I was gonna say let, let's head on let's head on to the courtyard. As you I want to say garden. You said he was in the garden, right? Yeah, in the, the garden. Courtyard. The garden in the back courtyard. Yeah, oh. the garden in the back courtyard. I'm hoping this is the garden all of those sentient plants got transplanted to. As the oh, the little shrub can see his friends. As the the group of you. It's going to be the garden that I randomly woke up in, and we still haven't figured out how I got there. It's as, fine. As the, uh, the, the group of you uh, head, head down the, the hallway, you manage to take a path down the far hallway on, on your way further back. Uh, it, it is quite a bit of walking, but after, after some uh, a, a bit of traversing the castle... You, uh, you see a door on the far, the far end on, in the direction that you're going open, and a tall, unfamiliar, familiar-looking figure steps through the door with, uh, with a second person who's quite similar-looking right behind him. He, tall, ash-brown hair bright, striking blue eyes, uh, elf with a, a very familiar, uh, silver lightning bolt shaped circlet around his head as well as a one of the those sterling silver earrings on the the tip of his ears and uh the the younger fellow behind him has shoulder length ash brown hair and uh the rest of you he there he's familiar looking but you've never seen him before but for alexi this is solomon radonis odwin's father and following shortly behind him is Odwin's little brother Vega. Can we see them since they're both recognizably I don't know them, but they do look familiar. Masuga's gonna do that little cat like held head tilt curiosity thing. Just side note. How are you two this evening? Alexei, I was unaware that you would return to the capital, though I seem to be out of the loop. We returned to the capital uh, a while ago, trying to uh, figure out more of the incident at hand. And how and how have you, your endeavors been? Well, with the Hellions disappearing off the field of battle, the last. The only thing I have to worry about is stragglers and possible Kyrian spies. When he crosses his arms, uh, several of you automatically notice when he's tapping his index finger on his arm that he's got a a silver sort of ring that sort of bends over the the curve of his finger into a point, and you can see uh, almost a little bit of what looks like static electricity go across it out of annoyance. Though I'm hearing some interesting rumors about what happened on the final battlefield. And what rumors have you been hearing? People are hailing my son as a hero for closing the Hellmouth. We are both aware that my son's capacity for magic is questionable. 
You are 100% right about that. <laughs> and he actually steps a little closer as he unfolds his arms and very softly says, something needs to be done about these rumors before it puts him in danger. Yeah, that is something that could, that is something that I've been thinking about as well. Does does Sensei specifically hear that statement? Like something needs to be done about the rumors before he gets into danger. He does say it lower, and he does give you guys a glance, almost uncertain. But there's definitely a seriousness to the way he says it that he doesn't really care if you guys heard. Okay. Well, Sensei, being that, you know, Sensei doesn't understand social cues terribly well, uh, will pipe in and say, uh, my lord, it is my unfortunate duty to inform you that we do have intelligence that the lieutenant is uh, being currently pursued by a Kyrisian agent and is currently in danger. Uh, we intend to intercept this agent once we are able to track them down as well, but it does bear saying. As he stands up straight, a little more frigid, uh, you hear what sounds like a loud thunder crack outside the nearest window. As he slowly turns to you and points his uh, points towards you, index finger barely an inch away from you and goes, I do not know what you know. However, if something happens to my son, I will reduce you to melted scrap. Are we understood? Would prefer that to not take place. Uh, this one also wishes to ensure that the lieutenant returns safely to be able to have an audience with the king. King wishes to ask many questions of the lieutenant, and this one has been tasked with returning the lieutenants that may take place. We also just went to see our friend well. And I would appreciate if you do not threaten another of my friends while we try to do our best to ensure his safety. As Solomon sort of looks between them and then looks back to Alexei and goes, We both know what would happen if, if it were to become public. Let's try to avoid that. And he steps past... And he does walk a few feet away before he realizes that Vega's not following him as he looks at at you all apologetically and goes, I am sorry about that. Father's been on edge since news of the final battle hit us. Understandably. I understand, Vega. Do you really think that Odwin's okay? I know he's all right. Well, I mean, you know, you know, it's it's hard to even keep him down. He always gets right back up. Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of silly, but you and my brother are my heroes, so. Don't worry, we'll find him. 
It is nice to meet you. Arwen had mentioned that he had a young, but he never got a chance to tell me much about you. Oh, I'm being trained to take the Stormbringer mantle, so I don't really get to get out a lot. Father had me basically held up in the fortress while he was fighting off Kyrazian, so this is the first time I've been back to the capital in two years. Well, I'm sure the fruit, the, uh, trip out, the, 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 I can talk and say things. I'm sure you can, Jess. <laughs> I am sure that the trip outside of your usual walls feels nice. It, it does. Uh, I, I honestly would want to help, but... And he looks at Alexi and, and smiles and goes, you, you, you know my father. He basically is planning to drag me back home as quickly as possible. Yeah. But if you guys do need something, like, reach out. I'll try to do what I can, okay? Appreciate it. And he looks, he looks past you guys at Solomon and goes, we better get going before, before our father causes a rainstorm. And he smiles at Sensei and Masuru and looks past you and sees Letty and gives her a nod and goes, it was nice meeting all of you. Take care, Vega. I will, and stay safe, as he runs to, he jogs a little to catch up with Solomon, and they, they walk away. Alexi, this one is confused. Why is it that when the tavern master that we spoke with, upon receiving news that their child was in danger and missing and, and, and had little information sought to know more information in the moment immediately but yet the lord when confronted with the news that there was a kyrisian agent that was currently pursuing the lieutenant did not seek any further details is this typical of parents that their responses would be so varied with that parent in particular, that response was quite normal. And Letty very softly whispers, I was too scared to say anything. He is kind of intimidating. He is, isn't he? Yeah, and whenever he threatens somebody, Misuru, just take it with a grain of salt at that moment and don't try to uh, fan the flames on that. I wasn't trying to fan the flames. I simply was stating that it's not necessarily the smartest tactic to try and threaten someone who is actively trying to help your child. This one concurs. It did not seem to be the logical course of action. And most people don't think logical the way we do. Does he think that you would associate with someone who would wish for Donus harm? 
I'm not 100% sure of what, he, <laughs> what he's thinking. Just seems like his threatening sensei had no thought behind it. And Letty sort of frowns and goes, well, honestly, he seems like one of those kinds of people that maybe he just feels a little helpless and that made him angry. This one would disagree with that assessment due to the military records of the Lord, Rodonis. Uh, that one is incredibly competent in both battle and in land management. They are an incredibly effective combatant, and they also do a in very increasingly good job of taking care of their subjects within their territories, despite the ever-changing threat that is obviously been presented to them. I've not seen a single detriment or uh, basically any, any bad um, consequences to their rule, uh, according to the official documents that are in my database. I would not see any reason to see why they might be feeling helpless, as you say. No, no, that's not what I meant, Sensei. Um... Lord, Lord Rodonis obviously is very skilled, but he has his position. He has to go protect his land, right? So Indeed. But his, his emotions, his feelings, he, would, he knows his responsibilities, but it, I, I have no doubt that maybe... I have no doubt that he would want to go rescue his son if he had the chance. This is a situation that he cannot do anything about. He just simply has to tr trust other people. And I think that's kind of scary, don't you? This one can understand the conflict where there is the personal desire to see one's progeny safe and to secure the line and to make sure that they are, in a word, uh, out of, you know, any sort of danger as they, you know, clearly are in. The lieutenant is very clearly in danger. Um, but also to balance one's own responsibilities, it would not be befitting a lord, the one that's chosen by the people, to simply abandon their responsibilities for a personal Pursuits. So this conflict is apparent. How does one usually resolve these conflicts? What, how do you weigh the the differences as to which decision you make? That is the problem. It is not really something I have the answer to. He is holding to his responsibility to try to protect his people because there are more of them than the self than just his son but since he really do probably wants to go save his son maybe he feels helpless and he just lashes out interesting it would seem that he's following the doctrine that i am familiar with to bear the sacrifice of the few for the benefit of the many and, and i am very familiar with that 
but the personal stake in this is must be very emotionally taxing. I will have to inquire about this further if I get the chance, perhaps not directly with the Lord as the threats did seem genuine, but um, if I do come across this in the future, it would prove to be most beneficial for me to be able to understand how people decide which path to take, which is the correct choice, if there is one. That all being said, I, I do believe that we should probably continue on. I think that I have delayed us long enough. Letty shrugs and goes, maybe I'm just guessing, though. I just, I don't, and she, she like sort of teeters uh, back and forth on, on one foot and then the other and goes, I don't really, like, his other son was nice. I, I don't really think you can raise a son that nice and not be a nice person, even if you are a bit grumpy? How many people with grumpy parents who turned out to be some of the nicest souls I've ever met, so... Sometimes the quality of someone's character says more about them than it does about the person who raised them. Anyway, I'm sure Alexi would probably know more about it than I do. Yeah, it's a little bit complicated. As you guys, as, hmm? as you guys carry on, uh, you, you as you get closer to the back garden, you can hear uh, clashing, but it sounds like some sort of commotion and uh, some laughter as you head out to the back courtyard and sitting at one one of the tables under under the shade of the the gazebo is uh the king and uh next to him is a a tall wearing uh wearing the lamastian knight uh knight armor is a a tall dragonborn with uh gold scales and then uh it out in front is uh just outside of the gazebo is a half-elf, also wearing uh, the knight armor, uh, swing, swinging very gently a, a wooden sword as uh, Princess Brenna is coming at him with, with one of her own. And the, the dragonborn is Dame, is Dame Zariah, and the half-elf is Sir Gilbert. As Gilbert turns and catches the sight of you and goes, Oh, we have more challengers! What do you mean by challengers, Gilbert? <laughs> Nothing untoward, Alexi. Maybe you would like to take on the mighty Queen Brenna. She has consistently hit me in the shins with that wooden sword seven times. Alexi, have we inadvertently stepped into an arena? Are we compelled to engage in combat? Really, the way you think, but uh, since I have to hit her and her shins at all, 
And Gilbert just looks at you, laughs, and goes, No, she's quite low to the ground. It makes it a bit challenging. Also, if I were to injure the future queen, I might get fired. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's fair. As he uh, runs a hand over over uh, the little bit of uh, hair he has, and uh, chuckles as he sits down, uh, and go as uh, Janice looks at the group of you and goes, "Well, they can take a break. It seems we have some business to attend to." That's true. <laughs> and Janice puts down, uh, puts down the, uh, the, puts the quill back in the ink pot and looks at you, and goes, "What can I do for you today?" Well, I think it's best if uh, Sensei, would you like to say it? As you wish, Lexine. Uh, Sensei will snap to do a uh, a very solid salute um, before. Relaxing the sloop, knowing that you know the king doesn't stand on ceremony too terribly much. Um, my king, this one has some information to report uh, in regards to the lands very close in proximity to the capital, and requires your decision on a few matters, if you would be so willing. Oh, yes. This means more paperwork for me. Goody. My apologies, my king. It, it, it is not my intention to inconvenience you in any way. These matters, unfortunately, are urgent and very important to this one. Uh, I, I am just... simply messing with you. Go ahead. Speak. Yes, my king. Uh, firstly... We have discovered a small settlement of cobalts that have taken residence in the junkyard that is currently the disposal site of my kind that have been decommissioned. Uh, these cobalts have proven to be a peaceful tribe and they wish to apply for citizenship should it be allowed, they, they wish to be productive members of Lamastis and apply what skills they have to the country's benefit. They mean no harm to any citizen or structure to Lamastis, um, but they are, of course, kobolds, and as I understand it, there is some stigma uh, attached to their race. And Soraya speaks up as she goes, what color are their scales? They are cobalt blue. And uh, she turns. Uh, she turns to the king as he's still uh, seated in his chair and goes, "That might actually be okay, sire. As of the moment, the blue dragon and the black dragon are currently dead. They would mean us no threat unless they've been harassed." And he, uh, uh, King Janice, looks at her and nods and goes, That is true. So, that, ugh, sorry guys, can't speak. He goes, that is true. So they, other than can, being considered as possible pests, 
I don't see a problem as long as they stay away from the... They don't go scavenging through the farms. I do believe that given a proper chance and education, they could begin to earn currency. Thus, they would be able to purchase what they need that they cannot provide for themselves. Um, uh, currently, they are scavenging, and they know that they should not be doing so if it can be helped, but I believe this is something that can be remedied uh, peaceably and that they are willing to do so. Um, that being said, it brings me to the if second... If they've already scavenged, that's a bit of a problem. We would need a peaceable solution. I believe recompense would be appropriate. Uh, most beggars and uh, street thieves that are destitute, that do commit such petty crimes, often are required to serve labor in order to pay back the damaged parties. The theft uh, of food is not really considered a petty crime right now. Most part of Lamastus is starving. Theft of food is paramount of stealing a royal relic at the moment. And Gilbert speaks up and goes, well, your majesty, your majesty, the, the idea of recompense is actually kind of interesting. And Gilbert looks at Sensei and goes, you speak as if these kobolds are intelligent. They have some understanding of how the world works, correct? They are self-aware and intelligent in some ways, yes, but I believe that this is a great deal due to the one that currently leads them, um, which happens to be a still functioning, though much in disrepair, um, unit uh, that was made in tandem with my own model. Uh, they are a sensei unit that was not fully decommissioned. Now that is interesting. And Janice looks past you to Titus and goes, do you have anything to say on this, Ambassador? And Titus chuckles and goes, well, I hadn't heard that part of it. I'd heard some of the, the units hadn't been rendered completely non-functional. But if these kobolds are being led by another Warforged, is this Warforged anything like yourself? Yes, and also no. This Warforged now goes by the designation of Healer and has begun to educate the Kobolds to teach them self-sufficiency and to keep them safe, as well as to make sure that they are properly influenced to become more civilized. I believe that this has led to the Kobolds being much more capable of being essentially uh, assimilated into Lamastian culture and into its laws. If taught properly, I believe that under Healer's leadership and education, the Cobalts would be able to be good, upstanding citizens. They would simply need time as one would teach a child that is unfamiliar with the ways of the world. Mm, well, 
part of the issue here, as Titus continues, part of the issue here is that I am under, like, I am here to reclaimed, reclaim intellectual property, property, as it was unlawfully damaged and destroyed. It would be different if it was damaged in combat. Instead, it's been damaged and rendered into scrap. This, in, this, in theory, should extend to functional units, like yourself and this other damaged unit. However, the the decision to reclaim the de the property was made when we thought all of them had been de decommissioned. I'll have to discuss this with Matissimus when she arrives, so you have a few weeks before we can make a real decision on whether or not we can we can leave either of you here. If I may make a direct plea to you, good Titus. You could plea all you like, it doesn't really help. Like I said, I'm just an ambassador. I can find a way around it, but really... The, the Inventors Guild is beyond furious about the destruction of property. The only thing that you have holding, holding hesitation from me completing this is the fact that King Janus himself commissioned the work. So if King Janus is putting you to actual use, then I can consider that a valid reason to hold off on reclaiming the, the two of you. I love this. Uh, at the mention of this, Sensei's circuits are going to turn that, that deep sage green. Uh, and Sensei's going to go ahead and respond to Titus. Indeed, that would be in line with my plea to you, good Titus, as I am still functioning in the service of Lamastus, and King Janus has tasked me with many goals to accomplish, and that I still serve the Lamastian kingdom. Uh, I am still, of course, functioning in my original intended uh, use, as I was commissioned for. In addition, Healer, if King Janus so decrees, uh, is also doing their best to fulfill their function in the good of Lamastus and in service to Lamastus by teaching these young kobolds and leading them on a pathway to a better civilized and law-abiding structure. Thus, by benefiting Lamastus, Healer is still fulfilling its original purpose and use and still has a function that is in line with why we were commissioned. Um, perhaps this would be satisfactory. And Janice, uh, Janice nods as he looks at you and goes, Well, I've made my decision. The kobolds were, have stolen food from the farms, and that can't simply be let go. However, they haven't really done much wrong. Scavenging in a new, in a new unknown environment is honestly to be expected. So, we will, we will put them to work. Gilbert's right. If they have some level of intellect, then they should be able to be of some help. 
we'll put them to work for the farmers. And as for putting Healer to work, we will give him a we'll give them a position on the city council. That way his job is to keep track of the little guys as they wander here and about and make sure that they don't get into trouble. It'll also give the guards pause when when it comes to punishment. We can't have them simply thinking it's okay to mercilessly kill the kobolds like they would any other pest. You have my thanks, my king. This leads me to a similar subject I would like to present to you. As you know, we have gathered companions in the seeking of the completion of your request. These companions have given us aid that cannot be counted in value. It has uh, been most fortuitous that we have them in our company. One such of our party has indicated to me that there are laws still present in Lamastus that allow for the... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just like giggle. Uh, oh no, Alexi, oh no. Um, that still allow for the uh, hunting and payment of the produced uh, corpse or corpse pieces of certain creatures that have been deemed as monsters within the limits of Lamastus. Some of these creatures and races are non-hostile, but are, as a rule, um, considered as a whole to be hostile and to be a threat. Um, one such race in this instance are the Irania. Uh, I myself am unfamiliar with all of the nuances surrounding their creation and existence, but my companion Letty here is very educated as to who and what they are. Um, if you would listen to her for a moment, uh, I would make the plea that we would have such a law changed in regards to the Arania and that we would further review any other peace abiding creatures on a individual basis instead of a, uh, as a whole, that all such creatures that bear a race are to be immediately considered hostile and thus must be exterminated. Oh God. Do you have anything to say to that before I begin in Alexi? OOC, um, unless I missed part of what Sensei said, I just want to say, he said, like, brought to my attention, and yeah, educated he, as to who did, they, they are, did, they did. he, he never explicitly said that it's, that Letty is. Yes, true. I know he didn't, okay. but, like, I was, didn't want it to be even like this, oh man. I was uh. sitting here listening, and I was like, oh god, please don't. It was an excellent segue. I took the shot, okay? It was It was a good segue, and it is something that we at least needed to talk to him about eventually, but I was so scared you were going to out Letty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he didn't out Letty, which was the part... <sighs> <laughs> you guys were on pins and needles, weren't you? We're yeah. Right. We waited for it. I was just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> 
was like, I was like, does anyone you're, else hear the same thing I am hearing? You're about to out in front of two knights. <sighs> I was sitting here like, is anyone else hearing the same thing I am hearing? <laughs> uh, so as you refer Letty to King Janice, and Janice is like, well, I've heard of the Arania, but mostly in stories. And uh, Letty just, uh, as you sort of motion to her, as she's been quiet this whole time, she's just uh, a little a little panicked when you bring the attention to her. Uh, as she looks back and forth between you and goes, um, hello, your your majesty. And she, she does a little awkward curtsy uh, and, and goes, uh, my name is Ledithis. I'm from Adrenas. And he, he smiles and goes, uh, yes, I, I, I would have guessed that by your, your clothing. As she sputters a little bit and goes, uh, oh, yes, uh, I, I guess it is a little obvious. Um, in, uh, if you, depending on what you know about Rania, there was, um, a couple hundred years ago, there was a civil war, and the Rania were made as spies in the the civil war and they they were used to spy on on the a sect of cultists who worshiped loth and as you can see uh she is already sweating she is nervous breathe you are an expert on this i, I, I am i am I most definitely um, am. Sensei is going to uh, place their uh, <laughs> warm uh, metal hand on on Letty's shoulder uh, and just encouraging. Um, Sensei is going to go ahead and lean down to Letty. Uh, Letty, your heart rate and breathing is is irregular. Please. Be calm. You are safe here. No, no danger has come upon you at this time. Just tell the king a, exactly what you know. I will be here right next to you. And uh, since he's going to go ahead and cast guidance, as you, uh, which is which is awesome. But uh, as you say that, you see uh, the uh, the little amber. Uh, eyes of Soraya sort of narrow as two of her fingers touch the pommel of, of her sword. Not not enough to, to, to warrant in, uh, a threat, but enough that she's sort of registered what you're suggesting. You want me to read out guidance just for Letty, or are you good? Read it out loud. We like to read our spells so that people listening understand what they do. All right. So, uh, guidance is a cantrip. It's got to have to be touching the target. It's concentration. It's up to one minute, and it's uh, verbal and somatic, so I don't need any materials. Uh, you touch the willing creature once before the spell ends. The target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. It can roll the die before or after making the ability check. The spell then ends. So if she needs to make any <laughs> charisma checks, persuasion, deception, whatever, she'll get at least a little bit of a bonus on it. As she uh, as she clears her throat and just sort of straightens her posture and goes, uh, yes, the, the Arania were made to spy on the enemy, 
and they could transform. Most people know them as were-spiders. Were they could transform, they could use magic, they could use heightened senses, and then... But after the, the war was over, they basically didn't really have anything to do, so they just moved into their own little society and lived together in, like, caves and such, because a lot of people did not like having them around. Like, to be honest, like, most people in Adrenus just pretend they're not there. They're not really harmful and they don't threaten anyone, they just sort of live there. But any time they venture into your country, they're usually meant by monster hunters. I believe you call them crows? And Gilbert huffs, annoyed, and goes, ugh, devil crows. And uh, at this, uh, Princess Brenna sort of brightens up from where she was sitting and goes, But the devil crows hunt, hunt monsters! And uh, Letty very awkwardly goes, Yes, but the Rania aren't monsters. They're just people who can turn into spiders. I mean, big spiders, but that's about it. And Brenna goes, But if they can turn into spiders, isn't that bad? This one would like to point out that there are a great many spells that are known to this one. Some of which there are those who are followers of various circles of druidic teachings that can shapeshift themselves into various creatures. There are also those that, I believe the spell is called Polymorph, that can even take this shape of great beasts to include monsters. Just by having the ability to change one's shape should not change the content of one's core character and who they are simply because they have taken the appearance of something that is frightening or would otherwise be considered hostile if it were in a different state. And she, uh, she, she huffs and goes, I know that. My, my apologies. My, my intention was, was not to point out any or, or insinuate any ignorance. I, I, I was simply trying to make sure that, that the, the point was heard by all. Like, there's a lot of dragonborn that, that live in Kyries, and they're bad people. But then we have people like... Soraya, and she's a good person. Just because she's a dragon doesn't mean she's bad. Indeed, this one concurs with that assessment. The, the Honorable Zaraya is known to this one, and this one would never impugn their honor or integrity. They have proven themselves most capable. And Brenna looks at Alexi and goes, Alexi, do you make them read a lot of books? They're a smart robot. <laughs> no, he was pretty smart on his own. It is a credit to my creator, Matissimus. They they saw fit to program me with such knowledge that I might function and serve Lamastus at a higher capacity. And uh, Janice... Uh, 
crosses his legs as he leans back a bit and goes, It is a strange sort of rule. The Irania have been known to be quite threatening, and most of the ones that we see outside of Adrenas are usually followers of Loth. And yet you want to repeal a law that says it's okay to hunt them. I understand where, where you're coming from, but I would require evidence to do such a thing. Evidence. Uh, Sensei will go ahead and um, just kind of ponder for a moment and uh, speak up. My king, uh, if I may make two points to address that. The the first is, is that many of our laws are based on the very concept of justice, that the actions of the individual should be held accountable only to the individual, that we would not hold, for instance, an entire town accountable for the actions of one person who happened to be residing within it. We would not put an entire town to death, for instance, for a murderer who happened to dwell inside of it. We would only punish the murderer. In this instance, I would only ask that we change the law to reflect the current understanding of justice that we have enacted in other areas of the kingdom. I believe you've misunderstood. The law very strictly states what qualifies as a monster is an incomprehensible being beyond reasoning. If I were to repeal such a law, then you would have to show me how the Arania don't fall under the bracket of unreasonable. It is not something so easy to move, especially when I have, when I have numerous citizens' safety to consider. Yes, my king, and, and I do not disagree with that assessment. The second point that I would like to make in, in regards to this that would place the Irania out of the incomprehensible monster that does not have intellect category and into an individual who is capable of rational thought and therefore should be responsible for their own actions category, uh, if I were to present to you one such Arania or a group of Arania that do exhibit the rational thought needed to meet your standard to, to be enough to sway your mind into considering this matter. Um, may I have leave to bring them into your presence in order to do so? If, if, if that is what it would take to uh, resolve the matter. And before he can answer, Soraya speaks up and uh, hops and goes, I've entertained this quite for quite too long. If you think I would allow such beings that are still, that are still fun, fall under the qualifications of monsters within, the, within, uh, uh, within striking distance of his majesty, then you are dumber than I thought. You have presented us with a paradox. How are we supposed to show him evidence that the being is sentient and should be responsible for its own actions if we cannot bring one to him? And uh, Gilbert chuckles and goes, uh, he's got you there, Zora. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good good job, Jess. Thank you. Got you. <laughs> And, uh, 
Janice sort of hums and goes, It is paradoxical. All right, I'll allow it. And Soraya goes to object, and he, he holds his hand up, and it silences her, as, as he usually does, and goes, It's only fair to give them a fighting chance. I'm quite capable of taking care of myself, so as long as I remain armed, should be an easy enough meeting. If they do, if they do something suspicious, I'll deal with it myself. But if they, if they prove that they can communicate in a reasonable way, and they're quite pleasant, then, then we may as well alter the law. The problem is, is this would have to be a quite, quite a public incident for that to happen. We would need to show not only myself, but the people that, that the Irania are to be trusted. Um, okay, so, uh, so Sensei will, um, God, I want to so much, but I'm not going to look at Letty. Um, <laughs> I want to so no much. One, no one look at her. No one fucking look her direction at this moment. <laughs> if anyone so much as breathes. Oh my God. Too strong. <laughs> okay, um, so Sensei, Sensei will, um, will respond. Thank you, my king. This is more than I could have asked for. I will, of course, uh, let you know when I have one that is ready to present, be presented for your consideration as well as the consideration of the court and any witnesses that you deem necessary to be able to accomplish this. If such a meeting uh, puts Lamastus in any danger, I will, of course, deal with it personally and make sure that the threat is eliminated. But I do thank you for the opportunity. It, it is with an that. interesting thought, I'll admit. But... Let's try to hold off on that. You do already have a priority mission. If you're here, you may as well give me an update. Indeed, my king. This brings us to some... Well, no longer any petitions, but our, our reports. We did, in fact, investigate the incidents that were surrounding the capital and in addition to the cobalt we also discovered that there was an encampment of goblins these goblins proved hostile and we engaged and destroyed many of them however they were being led by a very sizable can, uh, can the group of you roll me perception checks uh sure thing at 20. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Masuru paying attention. Okay. The rest I got a 21 total. 21. Uh, it's only going to be an 18 for Sensei. Okay. So, I mean, you would all notice this. Uh, but uh, Masuru is going to notice something a little more. Uh, the... The report for the goblin inc incident with the the stamp of the town guard is literally sitting on the table behind his elbow. <laughs> he ha 
hasn't said anything. Oh my god. But he's listening to you tell the story. Since it's not That's stopping. amazing. However, uh, you can see on the far uh, the far side of the gazebo, uh, some of the plants as the the breeze is sort of swaying them. Every time the breeze sways them back and forth, some of the the flowers on them are changing colors. Yes, 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 yes. And there is a <laughs> tiny set of eyes staring at you through one of the bushes. Uh. Are those the eyes of the young prince? <laughs> Do with that as you may and continue. <laughs> no answers. Let's see how it is. Yeah, she doesn't love us. Uh, okay, so um, since so it will continue, um, we did encounter a sizable uh, serpent of fey origin, and we were successful in exterminating it uh, as it did directly threaten the safety of Lamastus and all that that dwelled within its borders to uh, well uh, the first things it threatened of course was the uh, the capital of Alistus. Some of the goblin troop however did escape into some tunnels. We informed the guard as to the location of the tunnels and what we had done to seal off one of the entrances, but I do fear that those stragglers uh, will still continue to pose a threat. Um, while somewhat successful in our mission, we unfortunately have allowed some of that threat to persist, and for that, uh, this one does apologize. Well, it's not surprising. Gob goblins are known to be cowardly. They'll usually run when they, f when they get the opportunity. The face snake, however, is of interest. Do any of you happen to remember what this thing looked like? Hmm. I wonder, does <laughs> Masuru know what this thing looks like? <laughs> um. Quick question. How visible is my daughter at the moment? She's in your tunic. <laughs> cool! I'm gonna keep her there. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, uh, we've, we've done enough today. Well, you see, she was a giant serpent, approximately the size of the tower that she was staying in. Um... Scaly, slithery, um, impaled very easily by wooden fences. Gilbert snorts. <laughs> Ten out of um, the best description. Uh, I, kinda, I, I snorted all that too, actually. <laughs> Do you notice how Alexi's not stopping him? <laughs> right. Um,. I can't quite remember the color of her eyes, uh, but I do remember the abysmal fear I felt looking into them before she ate me. Uh, tried to. Tried to. Very big teeth, very pointy teeth. Um, <laughs> that's about all I can recall at the moment. 
And Gil Gilbert sort of just shudders and goes, ugh. Almost eaten by a snake. That's like my worst nightmare. It was not the most ideal situation. No, it was not. It's curious. One of the guardsmen has been attempting to track any sort of creatures of various extraplanar origins. I thought maybe you would get how would you might say something that might give me some sort of clue of if there's any kind of pattern. But thus far, it still eludes me. Um, unfortunately, I do believe she had made comments such as her um, being the only one of her kind here, um, expecting to be hailed as a queen as such. Um, and the uh, as you say that, Princess Brenna speaks up. She's like, she can't be queen. I'm gonna be queen. And right you are. Um, I don't believe she's... At least I cannot remember at the moment whether she said anything about her origins. She did. Just none of you remember? I, I do not remember. <laughs> do, do you remember the moon? I do remember the moon. She did not say it was the moon. But no, that the other fae, apparently other fae went to the moon. Yes. Anywho. <laughs> As uh, Gilbert sort of uh, leans back and goes, well, it sounds like you guys made out okay. Giant snake fight and all. I wouldn't worry too much about the goblins. If any of them get back near the town, with mo with a lot of the, the soldiers returning, they'll have a rough go of it. This one would, of course, not impugn the competence of the guard, but uh, rather advise caution. These goblins while no longer under the leadership of this fae serpent, um, they did have rudimentary maps, and they had the schedules that the guards took as far as their rotation was concerned. They were planning ambushes when the guard presence was at its lightest, and they had and already... And Letty's already scrambling into her bag, and she goes, Oh, I still have those! As, ah. she, as she pulls out the map to hand them over, uh, and uh, Gilbert sits up and takes them and goes, Huh, smart little bastards. Indeed. We, unfortunately, are not accompanied by our goblin slang expert at the moment, Tegan. And there... uh, Janice actually speaks up at that and goes, Where is Tegan, by the way? This one is unsure. Uh, Tegan parted ways with us while we were en route to the ambassadorial embassies. They did not express where they were headed, but this one believes that it must have been important for them to have 
left us so suddenly. And he goes, oh, I see. He he does appear a little disappointed as, as he says that. And then uh, con- as he continues, well, the situation is taken care of, and then we'll have to deal with the kobolds next. Where are you planning to go from here? Uh, out of character, it was, it was the, we were going to talk about, we were planning on going to deal with the painting, right guys? Right. Um, Lady Araceli, I believe we were going to go meet up with her over yeah. in the west uh, by the little cove, you know, by the shoreline. We were heading to where she was going to have that, that auction to ask her about living paintings. Yeah. All right. I just want to make sure, like, group-wise, we, we did decide on that, right, of, Jeff? You were all of one mind? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, sh- right, yes. You're not Jess, yes. but you're thank I you, I was Jess. muted. I am sorry. <laughs> yes, that is the plan. <laughs> nope, I speak for everybody now. Sensei is the all-mind. Singular voice. All right, Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> I speak for the party. All right. Well, your highness, if uh, our next endeavor is going to be going to the west to speak to L- Lady Ar- Araceli? Araceli. Araceli. Lady Araceli. Apparently there's been talk of a moving painting, a live painting. Oh, I've heard about that rumor. And Gilbert speaks up and looks at you as he sort of swings his foot over and like lightly kicks you and goes... Hey, you taking your old man's spot at the auction? No, oh, that is, is a good good idea then. And Gilbert's like, see, you should totally pay me for that idea. But Gilbert, your idea was in service of the kingdom. He's like, oh, right, I do everything for my kingdom. He's just like, you wound me with facts. And he, he just chuckles and goes, yeah, I saw your, your old man on the uh, the way out. He uh, was looking not so happy on his way to Stalor. Ooh. Then again, I don't blame him, considering he put immense time and effort in getting Stalor's position in the capital absolved. Hmm. <laughs> Well, he was the one that spent the time for it. He has to uh, cover his bases. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they told you. And he looks back at the key, the king, if only to see if he's voicing any objections before he continues. Staylor's queen thought that she was going to send one of, one of the Oracle Society here to help with the search for the missing Lieutenant Radonis. Your father's hmm. going there to see if he can get her to call it off. Last thing we need is one of those seers here. Yes, that is true. Last thing we need is one of the seers here. Well, if you excuse us, we will be off and we will need to get supplies and reclaim our fallen... Uh, oh, not fallen. Re- reclaim our uh, scattered comrades. And uh, Letty very awkwardly curtsies. She goes, oh, it was nice meeting all of you. As the the king smiles and goes, it was very nice meeting you. 
And uh, Princess Brenna sort of tugs on your pant leg before you before you go to leave, Alexi. All right. And uh, as as you sort of lean down, she goes, "You're gonna come back, right?" Yes, Randall. Why wouldn't I come back? And she sort of looks around awkwardly and goes, "Well, Papa said I wouldn't have to go to one of the noble tea parties if I if I if I was training. So if you come back soon." Then you can teach me a bunch of stuff and I can get out of going. <laughs> I'll be back as fast as I can. And then she, she like stands up proudly and goes, Dismissed! Before she marches back over and whacks Gilbert in the leg with the, the wooden sword as he goes, Ow! <laughs> Sensei is going to be to just reflexively snap to attention and, and salute. Heading <laughs> out of the, uh, garden i'm gonna give a little wave towards the eyeballs in the bushes as you see prince lucas's head emerge from the bushes blonde curls littered with leaves as he waves can <laughs> shrubby wave back yeah yes shrubby can wave back <laughs> yes. a little vine wave and he goes bye bye bring back more cool stuff <laughs> we shall do our best As you guys, as you guys uh, start moving back through the castle, where is your plan to head next? Uh, we have no idea where Tegan and Haven are, so that, yeah. that's an issue. But we should yeah. probably say goodbye or talk at least somewhat to Titus about that meeting. Okay. Provided Titus left with us. Yeah, he did. Okay, then yeah. As you guys are walking uh, back through the castle on your way back over to the embassies, and he goes, well, this is certainly turning out to be much more interesting than fielding meetings all day. We're nothing if not entertaining, Titan. I've noticed. It's a good thing, too. So good this... Titus. Sorry, go ahead. Good Titus. You spoke of my creator, Matissimus, being here with within just a few weeks, likely three. Could you tell me a little bit about my creator, that I might come to know them somewhat before our meeting? Uh... That as he smiles and goes, well, Matissimus has got a mind like no one else. She was creating automatons before she before she even knew how to read. She is one of the she's one of the smartest students I've ever had. She created the Divinity Engine, and as. Pretty pretty much kept the secret well guarded from just about anybody. She's smart, a uh, bit of a, she has a bit of a temper, but uh, she doesn't really give up on a problem until she's solved it. 
She can also be be a bit of a mess sometimes. I've seen her clean an entire room and then have it destroyed within within the hour. So as these uh, the the various descriptions come in one by one from Titus, uh, Sensei is just going to continually shift back from the uh, the dark green to a brighter and brighter and brighter shade of the light blue. She's one of the nicest people that that you could ever meet. To be honest, I don't know if, how you process it, but I think. I think the group of you will quite like her. This one is greatly anticipating the meeting. This one has many questions, but also this one... This one does not know how to describe it. There is a... Strange emptiness of data this one wishes to fill. This one believes that it is critical for this one's understanding of oneself. This one believes that meeting its creator, meeting Matissimus, is critical to filling that, that void. Well, I know it'll certainly be fascinating for me. As you guys stop outside the embassy, uh, he sort of gives you a little wave and goes, Oh, you don't have to follow me in. I have no doubt that that city councilor will just reappear and ruin everyone's afternoon anyway. Is that their profession, to appear and ruin people's day? I understand that there are not high opinions of bureaucrats within the army. Is it the same for the city councilman? Oh, he he does his job well enough. He's just simply boring to talk to. Ah, that would be consistent with the reviews of the army bureaucrats of the, uh, the, the parallel positions. Anyway, did you guys need anything else from me before I get back to work? No. We everything should be fine. Uh Sensei, are you done with your business? With with Titus? Uh Sensei will shift back into the uh, the deep green and uh um no, into the uh, in, shift shift into the purple. Um and uh look at Titus and go it really is a shame. Good Titus here seemed to have some business with our our good friend Tegan uh, that would greatly pull him away from his incredibly important duties here at the embassy. Whatever shall we do? And Titus looks at, at, at the two of you before looking back at Sensei and goes, okay, they've never turned that color. What What is that color? I think our sensei might be feeling mischievous. Uh, 
Oh my god. Like, you know, we, uh, were, we were joking about this before, how Sensei has frickin' LED inputs and is incapable of actively lying. Yep. Yeah, Sensei's turned purple plenty of times. Mostly over there in collection. Sometimes I lose track of your colors. I feel like I should probably start keeping Well, up. we're going to make a chart. I'm going to post it on Twitter. Yes, do it. <laughs> I was having fun having everybody guess which color is to what concept. It's like one of those little I'm color wheels. Fans guessing. <laughs> I'm going to buy one of those color wheels and then just write on it. <laughs> Alrighty then. And Titus, la- Titus uh, sort of laughs for a bit and goes, Well, I, I appreciate the invitation, but unfortunately that, that business is going to have to wait. The quicker I get all the, uh, all the work done, the quicker I get to be lazy. There's a reason I retired from teaching. Sensei will go ahead and turn back to the blue and... Uh... Uh, go ahead and, and respond. Understood, understood, good Titus. If uh, if ever such a task is needed to be completed, you simply have to call for us. We will be most readily able to assist. Oh, don't say that. I might call on you all the time. We make for very capable escorts. And then uh, he smiles and goes, oh yes, I'm well aware. And he gives you one last wave before stepping into the embassy. And Letty Letty sort of looks around and goes, how are we going to find Tegan? This, This one understands that Haven has been able to track us using these. And Sensei will go ahead and hold up the hand that's got the the marking on it. Perhaps we might be able to do the same. And Letty just sort of looks at you and goes, What mark? Sensei will look to Alexi and Masuru and, and... Look down. The mark is there. It is visible. It is most there. definitely there. Okay. Uh, sensei will will turn to Alexi and Masudo and look at the mark and show them and go. This this one may have to report an error. That this one most assuredly sees that the mark is still present. It, yes, Sensei. We I see it as well. Letty, are you not able to see the marks on our hands? There are marks on your hands. As she's looking, she grabs your hand, uh, Masuru, and is looking it over, and it's just like, I don't see a mark. Is it invisible? Is it magic? It is definitely magic, I suppose. Up to this point, no one outside of our group has commented on it. It's entirely plausible that it's just not visible to anyone who doesn't have the mark. This one finds it strange. When we initially made our report, to the general and to the king, we displayed the mark as means to showcase how we were connected, what what had happened to us. They may have 
humored us by accepting it? Or maybe because the marks were fresher then, they were visible, but they are not now? And uh, at this point, Letty is um, like, no, Letty's, Letty's sorry, poking, the, poking the little pads on Masuru's paws <laughs> and is dejectedly going, I want the mark. Is it part of a secret club? I want one. is going to take a second and be like, Letty, I assure you, while the mark is, I suppose, some form of secret club, it's not one that you would want at the moment. Uh, is there anyone else in, like, the corridor with us or anyone else around us? Like, well, any guards? You guys, are, you guys are right outside the embassy, so there there is some guards there. Okay, Masuru's gonna be like, give me just one moment. I'm gonna walk over to the guards, and I'm gonna hold my paw out to them. And I'm gonna say, do you see a mark on my paw? And That's not creepy or intimidating at all. <laughs> the the guard sort of stops for a second and looks down and goes, <laughs> No, am I supposed to? I'm not sure whether or not you're supposed to, in truth. Uh, I just needed to ask someone who was not directly connected to the issue. Thank you for your input, good man. Directly connected to the issue. <laughs> oh my god. And the guard is like, looks to the other guard slowly and shrugs. I have to, I have to. Masuru's just gonna turn and walk away. I don't know, man. Tabaxi's. <laughs> I wanted that guard to say, uh, you have very nice fur. It's flawless. <laughs> you know, no one ever compliments Masuru's fur. He takes very good care to, of it. To be fair, to be fair, uh, Letty always, anytime she gets the chance, she always plays with his toe beans. That's also, fair. Also, as much as Masuru takes care of his fur... It is significantly patched at the moment, thanks to some, you know, poison and fangs and some acidic you know. poison just being shot at you. Mm -hmm. It's 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 fine. You're, mm -hmm. you're, you're gonna need a spa day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, all right, back to it. So, unless you're walking back to the group, he's gonna ask when we showed the marks after we had gotten them, were they acknowledged by the people around us, or did they simply accept what we were saying? And Letty, Letty says, uh, she's like, well, I mean, I've seen you show people your hands since I've met you, but I don't, like, that there hasn't been anything there. I mean, most of the time they just respond to the stuff that you're saying, not, not really looking at your hand. Uh-huh. It is entirely possible that these marks are only visible to us. This is... puzzling. This one... does not know of any spell or illusion that would create such a phenomenon. And Letty's already st still on it. She's like, but I want a mark! Um... What fucking gear do I have? Do I have, like, any... Hold up. This one believes that if you were to okay. acquire a mark, Letty, we would have to find the lieutenant first. Hold on. 
<laughs> Mizuru, I have an entertainer's pack on me, and that does include makeup. So I'm going to pull out some makeup, grab Letty's hand, and I'm going to draw the mark on her hand for her. You know, roll me uh, performance. I mean... <laughs> You want me to roll performance. Pasha. Pasha. Watch for that one. <laughs> Actually, I got a night I rolled a nineteen. As you, <laughs> so that's as you draw in, in blue in blue and green paint, you draw a, a replica of the mark on your hand. And she's just beaming now. As she's staring at her hand. <laughs> There you go, Letty. An exact replica. And she was like, oh, this is a very pretty mark. And then she, she turns to Alexi and goes, I mean, if if uh, you said that Haven could track it, uh, if anyone would know how to do that, it might be Alexi. He is smart about magic stuff. Brown? Sensei is just staring at what Masudu did, incredibly perplexed. <laughs> <laughs> the lady said she wanted a mark. I gave her a mark. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Sensei's circuits are a solid yellow. Just <laughs> Go ahead, Lexi. Well luckily for uh well luckily for us, tracking them really shouldn't be that hard of a thing. Especially if we're looking for ha- uh Haven. And Tegan, actually, now that I think about it as well. Because, think about it, we're in the city. Tegan is a country uh, is a countryman. Mountain hobo, really, but still. <laughs> we, can easily fi- we can easily find him in the big city. We can easily find him in a big city. But Alistus is so big. True. But in a city where all the guards are uh, are on edge and trying to protect the kingdom, someone has bound someone's bound to notice them. Can you do that? Can you just go to the guards and say we're looking for a person, and they tell you where the person is? Not exactly where, but they can give me a a, a good area where he last was. Okay, well then let's go do that. Sensei's gonna, gonna. Sorry, what was that? I was gonna say, Sensei's gonna gonna like lean down to Masudu and 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 say to Masudu, "How did you do that? Is Letty now connected to us the the same way that we are connected to Tegan and and Haven?" No, Sensei, I simply. Drew it onto her. It's a decoration. It does not function the same as hers. Did she not request the the same mark as us? I I I thought that that was the task you were accomplishing with that act. She has the same physical mark. It just does not possess the same qualities. Unfortunately, without knowing exactly how the qualities were imbued into the mark, I would not be able to do that. I gave her the best that I could at the moment. How interesting. She seemed to be quite happy with the result. <laughs> she did indeed. And uh, that will just have to be enough for us for now. <laughs> Head empty. <laughs> no thoughts. <laughs> Alright, so um so we are going to go ahead and try to 
like old school track people down in a big old city? Evidently. Yeah, we we are going to get into that. However, we are going to get into that next episode when we have uh, taken back. Uh, thank you, everyone, so much for joining us. It's it's a bit of a short one. Uh, oh, well, I mean, we're coming up on two hours. Uh, everyone, uh, really quick, uh, everyone, what are your New Year's resolutions? Drink more water. <laughs> um, I want to finish decorating my library. That's a good one. Yeah. Mal, what's your new re- New Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution is to try to get us more cons this this year. Yeah, my New Year's resolution is to be more healthy. I'm going to try to take all my vitamins, eat three meals a day, drink a lot of water, and get sick less, hopefully. How, how are you doing on that so far? I'm doing pretty well. And that's I, all that matters. Yeah, I'm I'm doing my best to stick to it, trying to trying to keep healthy. Um, I'll, also my second book uh, is uh, quote unquote technically done. And, I mean it's written, it's not edited yet, but it's written. But uh, so I will eventually. I should have included this in the announcement at the beginning. My bad. Just a little side note. Uh, I will eventually announce the release date on that book. Uh, I know some people are excited for it. It was supposed to be released a while back, and then tragedy. I'm one of the people excited for it. Um, I know. Uh, But thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, And, of course, uh, Shane isn't here, so we'll say it. Uh, If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Make sure you stay hydrated. If it's medication, make sure that you've taken your medication. And we will... We will gladly be back into this and posting more episodes and doing a bunch more stuff. And thank once again, thank you so much for joining us and to be continued in the next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.